Hello and welcome to the Canby Quarterly Results Podcast. I'm Jared Starkey, the Director of Marketing and Communications at Canby. In each quarter, I'll be joined by Canby CEO Christian Nyland and Canby CFO David Kenyon as we discuss the latest quarterly results. Today's podcast focuses on the Q3 2020 results, which were published this morning. So welcome, gents. If I can start with you, Christian, Canby returned to strong growth in Q3 with revenue up 22% and operated turnover up 62% year on year. What were the main factors behind this growth and, and how do you reflect on the quarter as a whole? Good morning, Gerard. Yeah, of course, uh, very pleased with the quarter. Uh, I think uh, September especially was a month where, where we really saw all sports uh, taking off in the right direction. Uh, but even so, from July and onwards, we got uh, many of the US sports uh, starting to, to, to uh, operate again. And that really saw uh, our turnover growing in a much, much faster pace than, than uh, we saw in, in the first two quarters. Um, of course, if you see uh, our margin is uh, not at the same level as uh, last year, so that's why the comparison is, is a little bit lower, but uh, it's well within the range we have guided for. So all in all, I'm very, very pleased with, with uh, the result uh, of uh, the quarter. Great, thank you. And it was it was another busy month or another busy quarter really for partner launches, including the um, much anticipated launch of the online online barstool sportsbook. I'm um, just wondering if you can touch on the the early performance of that app. Now it's been released in Pennsylvania, and whether it's been meeting your expectations. Yeah, I mean we're very very pleased so far. Uh, I think the cooperation has uh, started uh, very well. Uh, very successful online launch. Uh, I can't talk too much about the financial performance of, uh, of uh, Penn and Barstool, of course, but uh, as you saw in, in uh, their published result last week, uh, they, they talked about a very positive performance. In general, I would say that partners more and more using our open platform, our, our APIs, and, and uh, uh, are able to, to create uh, uh, their own uh, front end and their own applications, uh, which uh, is uh, really uh, where we want our uh, operators to be. So Pen has taken strong control over product and uh, can deliver something that is uh, their own and unique to their players. Okay, great. And um, you mentioned the, the Pen results um, last week, um, and it was last week that the Pen CEO, Jay Snowden, um, revealed that he expects the app to be live into as, in as many as 12 states um, over the course of next year, which would, of course, be excellent news for, for Canby. Um, would you say that, that your, your current U.S. reach and as well as your licensing and compliance capability and expertise gives your partners uh, the ability to quickly expand into new markets and advantage over their competition? I think this is an area where we have really excelled over the last two years. Uh, we have uh, quite a few uh, firsts uh, among uh, uh, states uh, where we have been the first to, to help our operators to, to launch uh, as number one in the states. Uh, last week we entered our 12 US states uh, with Tennessee. 
So I think it's very much up to, to our partners. We will be ready and, and uh, our technology is there for our partners to, to, to uh, launch and operate uh, more and more states. So I think both PAN and also all other our operators uh, will expand into more and more uh, states and uh, we will follow them there uh, for sure. Okay, moving on from Penn, you also signed um, Churchill Downs during uh, Q3, which is another huge multi-state company in the US. Um, how would you describe the potential of Churchill and its Bet America brand, and how should we look at the development of Bet America over the next 12 months with Canby? I think Churchill Downs is an excellent company. I mean, they have a long heritage, especially in racing, and uh, as we have seen, we are our partner in Sweden, ATG. I mean, uh, there is a strong crossover between racing and, and uh, uh, sports betting. So I think uh, Bet America has uh, an amazing opportunity to, to become uh, uh, one of the big players in sports betting in the US. They have uh, their online betting, of course, established since a few years back. Uh, I don't think we have put all the efforts into it uh, just yet, but uh, with a relaunch with Cambi, I think uh, you will see them pushing it more. And uh, we were successful with Twin Spires and uh, racing. I'm quite excited what we can do uh, with, with uh, sports betting. Uh, we're currently live with them in two properties and uh, uh, pretty sure we will build on that in Q4 and over next year. Uh, and uh, as you know, they have a great market access into very many more states. Great, so a lot to look forward to. And um, you also signed the Belgian National Lottery just after the close of um, uh, Q3. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about the, the Belgian National Lottery, your plans with them and, and, and what, what the benefits um, of this partnership will bring? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of talk as it should be about the US, but uh, we have a uh, continues been looking uh, to find uh, and uh, partner with uh, strong operators in Europe as well. And, and uh, I think uh, uh, us partnering with uh, a high profile lottery in, in uh, one of the uh, countries in Europe is very satisfying for us. It enables us to expand our retail footprint in, in Europe. Uh, we have a launch in more than 300 retail stores and of course uh, it uh, will of course uh, also increase our online presence. Uh, Belgian Lottery uh, have had a uh, lottery sportsbook brand called SCORE uh, which is already established in Belgium so there is an existing database to start working from and as you would expect uh, it is a lottery so uh, it was a tough tender process to go through and I'm uh, very pleased we were selected and uh, looking forward to launch uh, next year. Okay, thanks. And um, turning to you now, David, um, if we look at September specifically, it delivered 43% of the operator turnover during the, the entire quarter. Um, so a, a record month for turnover for Canby. Should we expect this to be the baseline for the months of Q4 and further ahead? Yeah, September was it really was excellent in terms of operator turnover with the main European soccer leagues and the NFL coming back. I should add the level of turnover in September was boosted by quite a soft operator trading margin with a lot of favourites winning in September. 
Looking ahead at Q4, I'd say the, the sporting calendar is usually strong with a full quarter in some of the main turnover generating sports. It is, of course, a bit of an unusual calendar this year with some sports not being played in their usual slots. For example, NBA, which will have far fewer matches than it would in a normal Q4. But overall, I'd say the September numbers, they should be a good guide for the operator turnover we'd expect to see each month in Q4. And we've seen Q4 start strongly, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how the rest of the quarter develops. Great. Okay. And and if we look at um, uh, operator margin, although expenses increased, the operator margin was up to 23.3% for the quarter. Um, if you can just give us some colour around this, what the main drivers were here and how we should look at these KPIs moving forward. We've got a highly scalable business model. So when we increase revenues, the vast majority of our costs aren't caused to increase. And when we do increase our cost base, it's because we're taking a conscious decision to take on that new cost to improve the product. And we've seen this scalability in Q3. The revenues increased significantly with the growth of the partners and the return of the sporting calendar, whilst the cost base we increased in a controlled manner back to where we were pre-COVID. Of course, this scalability can work both ways, but for as long as we continue to grow our revenues, I think we'll see the scalability support our margin growth. Okay, great. Thanks. And, and you, you mentioned COVID there, David, and there's, there's been some uncertainty in, in the markets recently caused by uh, lockdowns in a handful of European countries in recent weeks. So um, how is Canby looking at the situation and, and how this may impact sports moving forward? We're monitoring, monitoring it closely. And of course, we are acutely aware of the potential impact the pandemic could have on the sporting programme. However, I think we've seen that the top tier leagues in most sports have found ways to work in the current circumstances. And so we think the sports calendar should be resilient. Okay, great. Um, fingers crossed there, there is no impact there. Um, Christian, um, just coming to you to, to finish on. Um, it's been, uh, 2020 has been a, a uniquely testing year, I think it's fair to say. But how would you sum up your position now as we enter the, the, the final weeks and months of the year? And, and if you can just touch on kind of the, the main things that can be have to look forward to in, in 2021. Yeah, it has certainly been a testing year. Uh, I'm sure we're not on the other side of a pandemic just yet. Uh, and that, of course, creates some uncertainty. But as David was touching on, I mean, it is very positive to see how governments around Europe has treated sports in uh, their second wave uh, uh, actions to, to, to uh, uh, the COVID. Um, and thanks to all our staff and our partners, uh, I think we are in great shape uh, coming out uh, of, of this first period. Uh, actually much better than we entered it, uh, I would say. 2021 offers some great opportunities. We have talked about some of our partners, and I think uh, both our partners and us have uh, quite ambitious plans, and we are delighted to be able to, to work beside them uh, on their journey to, to, to uh, really create success uh, in their different markets. Hopefully, sports will continue to get back to normal, and uh, we saw some uh, big postponed events last year, uh, like uh, the Euro in soccer and, and the Olympics, and uh, I surely hope they will take place next year. And uh, yeah, in general, we just want to be the best partner possible to our operators uh, by enabling them uh, to be the sportsbook possible. So um, I think we have a great opportunity, and 
I really looking forward to to Q4, the rest of Q4 and and 2021. Brilliant, thank you. Um, and I think we'll we'll wrap up there. So um, just leave me to say congratulations on on the Q3 results. Really positive. Thank you, Christian, and thank you, David, for for joining me this morning. And good luck for the rest of the quarter. And um, we'll be back on February the 10th for the Q4 results. And thanks to you all out there for listening. <laughs>